Hey, this is Andrew bringing you another Keyforge deck reveal and review. Uh, I'm going to be trying a couple things different this time around, and we'll see how they go. The first, uh, the first thing that I'm trying a little different is that I got, uh, well, the, both things actually are based on feedback I got from a uh, friend in my local store meta. Uh, thanks, Guillaume. And so the first bit of feedback he gave me was that my lighting was pretty terrible. So I've tried something that I, I think will help a little bit, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, before, would have looked like this, and now more like that. So hopefully this makes it a little easier to see and enjoy. The cards, he also then said, but I feel silly complaining about that because I often just let these play in the background, which is something I do with YouTube videos uh, quite a lot as well. So if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, if you if you let this play in the background while you're doing other stuff, I totally don't blame you. Um, yeah, that's, that's something I do too. But uh, then I realized, you know, if, if that's something people would enjoy, maybe it would make sense. I don't know of any pure audio podcasts that are doing deck reviews. But uh, maybe I'll try it. I've been listening to Jupiter on Fifth Planet, and he talks about how easy it is to start up a podcast with Anchor. So I thought, hey, why don't I try doing that? So I'm trying that today as well. Uh, yeah, so let's get right into it. This is a deck. It's a Call of the Archons deck that uh, I got for getting top half at uh, Chainbound this week. So... Cool. It is Logos, Deese, and Bravnar, which is a, that can be a pretty fun combination here. It is called Dwarfsu, the Ruler of the Wall. Okay. Uh, nice blue Archon here. And uh, yeah, so Logos, Deese, Bravnar, and Logos, I'm hoping for cards that will help generate Amber and accelerate the deck, get me going fast through the deck, hopefully set up more turns where I'm dropping five cards, then turns where I'm dropping two cards. In Deeth, I am hoping for board and maybe some Amber control, maybe some deck control as well. Uh, and in Brobnar, I am hoping for board control and maybe some Amber generation. So let's see. Sometimes can get some pretty decent Amber control in Brobnar too, depending on what you get. And oh, I'm realizing how much I miss the nice red striped tabs. From Coda. I don't think we'll be getting uh, quite that nice of pull tabs in Worlds Collide, although we do get pull tabs. Uh, sure, so let's get into it. Starting off in Bromner, we have Coward's End. Play it, destroy each undamaged creature, gain three chains. Okay, I don't love it. I hope not to see too many of those, but the next card is Loot the Bodies, which if you get it in the same hand as Coward's End can be quite, quite good. Uh, loot the body says for the remainder of the turn, gain an amber each time an enemy creature is destroyed. Uh, combine that with Coward's End, where you are getting to destroy a bunch of creatures, that can be quite a big turn for both amber generation and board control. And, uh, yeah, makes the three chains pretty worth it if you can get good value out of that. Additionally, um... You know, you have a little bit of control. Maybe you do some fighting with your Brobnar creatures to put some damage on them before you play the Coward's End. 
Wouldn't mind getting another loot the bodies, but a smith is fine. It gives us uh, an amber no matter what. It's an action, gives you an amber. And then uh, if you have uh, more, if you control more creatures than your opponent, you get two extra amber. Unguarded Camp is a fun amber control card in Bravner and maybe good after like a coward's end play. Uh, bonus amber. And then for each creature you have in excess of your opponent, a friendly creature captures one amber. Each creature cannot capture more than one this way. So, uh, yeah, you can, you can capture a bunch of amber there. That's pretty good. Banner of Battle is an artifact that gives each friendly creature plus one power. That, uh, that's, that I really like with the Smith, the Unguard Camp, and the Coward's End, because it just means we can keep the stuff we captured out longer. We have, we're more likely to fire the Smith. Coward's end, you know, we're more likely to maybe have some damage on creatures rather than destroyed creatures. That's great. Uh, Screech Bomb is an artifact. It's a weapon, and it has Omni. Sacrifice Screech Bomb, your opponent loses too. That is some of that amber control in Bromnar that I was talking about. Valder is a six-power giant who deals plus two damage while attacking an enemy creature on the flank. That's good for our board control. Uh, and, you know, with Banner Battle, that's seven. can do nine damage. Headhunter is a five-power giant that has fight gain one. Of course, it has to survive the fight. Again, with Banner of the Battle, it's six fight gain one, which is amazing. Crump, six-power giant. After an enemy creature is destroyed fighting Crump, its controller loses an amber. Banner Battle, it's suddenly seven. That, that's great. Uh, yeah, this is looking pretty good. Lemire Flamefist is a five-power giant that uh, after you play it, if your opponent has seven amber or more, they lose two. Smash is a five-power giant. After you play it, you stun a creature. And War Drummer is a three-power goblin that after you play it, you return each other friendly Brobnar creature to your hand. That can be pretty cool if you've you know generated some amber onto your uh, some damage onto your Brobnar creatures. You can take take them back and heal them with the War Drummer. And additionally, you get to fire the Smash again, the Lemire Flame Fist, possibly. That is pretty good. Yeah, that's that's like a pretty good Brobner. What it's missing is is ready and fight effects, right? These creatures have to go down and stay there before they have a chance to fight. But I think with the Banner of Battle, there's a decent chance for that, so I'm not too worried. Okay. All right, let's look at these. We have a Rise. Uh, you choose a house, and you return each creature of that house from your discard pile to your hand and gain a chain. Okay, that can be pretty powerful. I wouldn't mind doing this for Brobnar, honestly, although it's nicest if you can do it in Dees to get good value. Oh, we have a gateway to Dees. When you play it, you destroy each creature and gain three chains. If you do the gateway with the Arise, uh, you, you end up with four chains, but you potentially completely wipe the board and then get to dump your Dees creatures back on the board with nothing opposite them, which can be pretty powerful. I would love to see, like, Restoring Guntas, uh, Ember Imp, some stuff like that coming later. We'll see. Hecatomb. Bonus Amber. Destroy each Dece creature. Each player gains one Amber for each creature they controlled that was destroyed this way. It's going to be amazing Amber generation. And if you're going to, you know, you can play it and then follow up with a Rise. Again, very good. Three Fates. Gain an Amber. Destroy the three most powerful creatures. Um, that's interesting. That's a little bit counter-synergistic with our Brobnar, but uh, if we have to, we can discard it. Dominator Bobble is good news. This uh, is an artifact. It's an item, and it has action. Use a friendly creature. 
So this would potentially let us, you know, get value out of our Brobnar, our giant Brobnar creatures on a Dees turn, which is good. I wouldn't have been sad to see another one of those, but I'm also happy to see a Lash of Broken Dreams. It's an artifact and weapon. Uh, it can exhaust to make your opponent's keys cost plus three during their next turn. That is pretty good. Charette is a four-power demon that, uh, after you play it, it captures three amber. Good amber control there. Pit Demon is a five-power demon that can exhaust to steal one. We have two of those. And again, keep in mind with the Banner of Battle, these are six-power, which is pretty good. Shuler is a five-power demon. After you play it, if your opponent has four amber or more, you steal one. Toxin is a three-power demon. After it reaps, your opponent discards a random card from their hand. Oh, and this is so good. It's a Caller of Subordination. It says you control this creature. Uh, that's really good with Dominator Bobble, right? Because it means if you have the Dominator Bobble out, you can play the Caller, grab any of their creatures, and immediately use it with the Dominator Bobble, regardless of what house it is, even if it's not one of your houses. So that's a great combo. Uh, these creatures are solid. And, um, you know, I can just imagine, like, a dream scenario where you do a board wipe with Gateway to Disc, followed by a Rise, plop all these Disc creatures out on the board, you know, stealing one with the Shuler, capturing three with the Charette, having the Pit Demons ready to steal on the next turn and Toxin to do damage, and then they drop something nice and juicy, and then you collar it and uh, can use it with the Dominator Bobble. It's just, it's good. So... Uh, lots of potential there. Nothing, nothing like that is an immediate. Okay, that's the end of the game, like a Restringentus or Emberhemp, but uh, still quite good. So yeah, solid stuff. I, I've been uh, watching. I've been playing a couple of these types of decks, take playtesting online lately, and there, it's a cool style of deck. So very fun. All right, now into logos. We start off with Dimension Door, and this. Uh, this is maybe my least favorite Logos card. Uh, it's an action that says, when you play it for the remainder of the turn, any amber you would gain from reaping is stolen from your opponent instead. Sounds very cool. It just doesn't you know, go off that often. So um, maybe, maybe this will be the exception, but I think this is probably not uh, very worthwhile. If, I, if you get one steal out of it, it's fine. Effervescent Principle. Each player loses half their amber, rounding down the loss, gain a chain. That is solid. Uh, there's a lot of chains in this deck, which is interesting, but, you know, these are powerful cards. So uh, that is a great Amber Control card. Uh, phase Shift is cool. It uh, lets you play one non-Logos card this turn. That helps with our deck acceleration, like I was talking about. So does Random Access Archives. It gains us a bonus Amber, and you archive the top card of your deck. Uh, that's pretty cool. I don't mind that. Uh, remote Access gives you bonus amber, and you get to use an opponent's artifact as if it were yours. That can be really devastating to the opponent if it comes out at the right time. Really excited about that. We have two of those in here. So that is, uh, yeah, quite a bit of, that gives us some artifact control in Logos. We then get a sloppy lab work. Again, very, very good for accelerating the deck here. Gain a bonus amber, archive a card, discard a card. A twin bolt emission. Gain a uh, bonus amber, deal two damage to a creature and two damage to a different creature. Two of those, very nice. Then we have a bat drone, 
fight. Uh, it's a two-power robot with skirmish and fight steal one. A Ganymede Archivist, three-power human scientist with reap, archive a card. And then lastly, Quixo, three-power human scientist with skirmish and fight, draw a card. So, yeah, the, the Dimension Door is really a bad card here. It's bad. Like, the most we could do with it is three, but, like, the Bat Drone could have stolen one anyway and done two damage. Uh, the Ganymede Archivist, it, it's fine. And then the uh, Quixo... You would have to reap instead of fighting, and it gets good value out of fighting, but it's probably fine. Um, but I just, you know, I, I wouldn't expect to get much value out of the Dimension Door. That's okay. Um, we have, let's see, four, five, six, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten. We only have ten bonus ambers in here. We potentially could count more, right? Like the, um, uh, the Hackatomb might get us, you know, a couple more. The Smith might get us a couple more. The Loot Bodies will probably get us some. So uh, we'll probably be higher than that. We are not going to, like, be able to straight rush on Amber here, though. We are going to need to control a bit, which is okay, because we probably can between the Dees and the Brobnar. So I'm not, you know, scared that, well, hey, we we don't, you know, oh, no, we have no way to control the opponent's Amber. We actually have very good ways to control their Amber and keep them from doing fun stuff. Um, probably where we are weakest is against decks that maybe just don't care about board control and have a lot of ways to key cheat. Um because they could just ignore a lot of the things that we do with the exception of the, uh, the Lash of Broken Dreams. But that's okay. Um, I think, yeah, I think this actually has pretty high potential. Um, a pretty fast Logos for getting through the deck. Uh, I think a, a fairly strong piece as well as a really nice uh, Amber and Board Control in Brobnar. So um, I will be enjoying playing this. This is Dwarf Sue, the ruler of the wall. You can hear my dog there in the background. She's also clearly very excited about this deck. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this. And if you found me on, you know, audio only, I'd love to hear what you thought. If you have any feedback on stuff you wish I'd explained better or anything, I'm, I'm happy to hear it. Thanks, and uh, keep on forging those keys.